736 here on This Morning with Stacey and Daryl. Just a heads up, we'll have the code word for your jet away to Costa Rica with me. Uh, that's coming up in the next half hour. It sounds so weird when I say that. A jet away with Daryl in the third person to Costa Rica. <laughs> uh, that's coming it's, up in the next the half hour. The code it's word. Big. I get it. I get it. It, it, it does, yeah. Uh, well, welcome everyone who's uh, everyone who's just uh, tuning in. Uh, took my kid, um, you know, just inspiring her. She's 14 years old, going into high school, mm-hmm. and, and, and maybe she wants to go into post-secondary and uh, perhaps the U of A. So took her to the Rutherford Library. And if you haven't yeah. been to the Rutherford Library, uh, it is a stunning place. But with some sort of modern touches where I, I saw treadmills with with places to put your books so people so kids are like walking and reading students are walking and reading and doing their their work and there's all these pods and uh it's been a while since i attended the university of alberta but i did spend a lot of time in the library um uva opening their first library in 40 years first new one yeah, and the most modern of its kind in Canada, they are touting. So really excited about, about this. Uh, you know, uh, obviously it'll be completely different than the Rutherford Library because it's old and it's, you know, it's it's like walking to the Alberta legislature a little bit. But So is it from musty books to shiny Kindles? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Let's find out. Uh, Dale Askey is the chief librarian at the University of Alberta and I uh, guess gets to preside over the brand new Jeffrey and Robin Sperber Health Sciences Library. Dale, how you doing? I'm doing just fine, thanks. Thanks for having me on. And and we are hoping to talk to Dr. Sperber. The, you know, the library is named after him and his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but we're just waiting for him to call in. So hopefully we can get a hold of him in the next uh, little bit. But tell us about this new library. Yeah, sure. Thanks. So, like you said, it's the first new library opening up on North Campus here in Edmonton in 40 years. Interestingly, it, it's replaced the one that's the next newest is the one that it's replacing, the, the former Health Sciences Library that was in the McKenzie Building. Um, I, I had to chuckle a little bit about the musty books comment because, well, we keep our books really nice. They're not very musty, but, <laughs> it, was but uh, it was it was an emotional statement, not a totally one. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Um, the this library, it still I will say it still has books. And last night when we opened it at the, at, the, at a big celebration, I was talking about how it's still part of what we do. But but libraries have really, I mean, fundamentally over the last generation, we've shifted from being really about in place collections of physical materials to to digital collections and being very active online. And so this library <clears throat> sort of reflects that shift. There's still a collection there, but it's much smaller. We don't get rid of, unlike public libraries where their collections sort of cycle over time, our collections don't go away. We have a very, very modern, very nice storage facility on South Campus, and so we have a massive research collection, but we just don't need to use, I'll say, prime real estate that can be used for student study spaces to store books that that aren't used frequently but are very important for, for broader and deeper research. I'm curious, so why is this a big deal? For people who haven't gone to university or are not familiar with campus yeah. life, not familiar with that academia world, why, why is this a big deal? Why is it necessary? It's, thanks for asking that. It's, it's really, uh, it, the interesting thing is that I think people used to think, I think maybe I used to think, you know, as a, earlier in my career, that, that one of the main reasons people were coming to academic library was, was to use the books. And what's interesting to me is that although there are fewer books in our, in our, in our main libraries on campuses these days, the facilities themselves are as popular, if not more popular than ever, in terms of students coming in. And, you know, over the years, I've figured out what that is, is that, yes, the materials are important, but whether they're digital or physical, the materials are still very much part of the experience. Mm-hmm. But there's something about the space of a library that is different 
than other spaces. You know, there's a lot of spaces in this world where when you walk in, you have this mental social contract in your head where it's like, aha, I'm in, I'm in a church, I'm in a cathedral, I'm in a bank. And you, you do certain things and you behave certain ways. And libraries are a place where people go to do studious work. It's where they go to collaborate. It's where they go to think. It's where they go to contemplate. And that's still really important. And so we see, you know, I, I'm I'm just thrilled that students still see the library as a place where it's like I go there to do academic work and, and nowadays to do it, you know, in collaboration with others. It's very different than when I was in university, you know, eons ago. And hang out, right? You get to hang, and hang out and tutor and exchange ideas and, and to connect. Exactly. So it is more than just a library. What is the coolest thing there? So if this is one of the most modern of its kind in Canada, like let's let's talk about all the really cool features that you you can't find sure. in other ones. Yeah, well, I think one of the things that's really neat, it's not, they're not necessarily unique, but I think having them all in one library is fairly unique. So there's a really, a really cool virtual and very well-built virtual reality lab. So there's a lot of work going on for, for remote teaching and for just exploring what we can't do in a physical space with virtual reality. So we've got a nice VR lab there. We've got a 3D ma- uh, a makerspace with 3D printing. That's become, I would say, almost fairly common in libraries, but it's still not common in our world. So it's a place where people can go to, to learn how to prototype and, and create three-dimensional models, which in medicine are remarkably important uh, for a whole bunch of reasons. Um, it's got one of the things I really like about this space is that it has um, an indigenous gathering space. So that's been a long-standing desire at the university that we would have such a space in the health sciences library, and now it's been realized. And that's really important for sort of meeting our, our commitment to to be a welcoming space for everyone, including our indigenous students. Uh, it opens officially today, and then it'll be closed that's for the right. weekend, as I understand. Uh, when we say it's open to the public, the the new Sperber Library. Can you, you mentioned students and learning. Uh, can members of the general public come and use and explore and be in this library? Yes, that's that's one of the hallmarks of, of, of I'll say public academic libraries is that we are open to the public and that we welcome people into our spaces. During the pandemic, that was really hard and really challenging because there were so many restrictions about um, entering buildings and things like that. So we're really glad to be back to a place where people can walk in and use it. So yes, I mean, I, I've, I've joked that what, the moment this library opens, it will be overrun by people because it's so nice and it sits in such a central location. So the, the only challenge might be just finding a place to sit. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, parking. oh yeah, students like yeah. shiny things for sure. Uh, it's very shiny. Especially so close uh, to where they, uh, they work so hard. Thanks so much, yeah. Dale. I really appreciate it's actually pretty exciting uh, to hear Very. about this. So, uh, actually, I could, and I, we, I think we could hear it in your voice, Dale. I, like you sound proud and excited all at the same time. To tell you the truth. Yeah, you know, you only, like I said last night at the opening, like, you know, this is a once in a career opportunity for me. You don't build libraries every day. You know, infrastructure is pretty hard to bring into reality, and it took a lot of people, but yeah, super psyched, really proud. Very nice. Especially publicly funded ones, which libraries are. Thanks so much, Dale, chief librarian at the U of A, talking about the first library, first new library to be built on the U of A campus in 40 years, the Sperber Health Sciences Library, which is open to the public, if you can Uh, find a seat. If you can find a seat. uh, Named after uh, Jeffrey and Robin Sperber. Jeffrey Sperber was uh, on staff at the U of A in 1961 as a professor in dentistry and uh, retired from that department in 1996. So clearly uh, a denizen of the the halls in the U of A campus. So it's uh, why it's named after the Sperber uh, the Sperber family, uh, Jeffrey and Robin Sperber. Cool. I'm going to go read me a book or go into the virtual reality thing or just go and explore and see what we can do. There we go.
Yeah, some really cool things. If you haven't been to the Rutherford Library, and, and when I was there, I, I took sciences, so I didn't spend a lot of time at the Rutherford Library, but uh, it, it's a really cool place and a lot of history there. And it's something that stood out to me is some of their paintings. And you look at some of their paintings, and I'm like, this is this is not jiving in, in modern society. And there's little notes that say, we're, we're deciding what to do with these, with these paintings because they, they depict uh, some pretty, I don't know... Um, primitive things that that, uh-huh. that just don't uh, cut the mustard anymore so but it's an interesting place to learn and and to see our history and to think about all of the students that we know now who spent time pouring over the books and 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 probably doing less than great things in the library because i remember you know goofing around a little oh, bit. oh really you yeah. goofed off Get i out. did a little bit i, I still i still find uh u of a campus if yeah because i didn't attend university yeah. got it's out of high school went right into nate for a couple of years yeah. so to go in that environment i it, it feels intimidating or it feels uh strange or it, i don't think it's uninviting but maybe it's just in one's own head because it is intimidating so maybe it's in at one point it's such a gorgeous place just to wander around if nothing else even if you never go into a building being on campus is really quite cool it is so maybe just give it a shot and then uh, there's it's a, a nice safe place walk. to go nice walk through at the u of a campus and you can see these old buildings with all the vines yeah, taking over and, and creeping along the side of of the brick so yeah it's, now you it's, have a reason there, there's your reason and so it's you can, beautiful in the fall yeah absolutely great time of year